When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Funky. Welcome <sighs> back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. Hi, Katie. And you are, how about you introduce yourself? Juan. Juan. The man from San Juan. San Juan. Yeah, good Good day. Hi, Sean. How's it going? Um, it's early. I'm having a hard time waking up. We mm. had people knock on our door at 7.45 this morning because they're coming to work on our studio build. But I was not ready. I had my alarm set for 8.30. I was ready. No, you were just out of the shower. It was, well, it was all very frowsily. I was a couple of minutes behind schedule, but I was, <laughs> I was going for it. Yep. I like an early morning shower, I'll tell you that much. I don't, I don't like, like any... a lot of light in the bathroom. I just nice and mellow. The sun is just coming up, you know? Mm-mm. I like I don't it. like anything early. Oh. I'm not a morning person. I'm becoming a morning person. That's such a lie. Good evening. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Sean has gotten into this habit, not to tell all your secrets, where he is, he's a night person, really. You're not a morning person, but he's been forced to be a morning person because we have construction people showing up at like eight o'clock. And so Sean will get up to make sure, you know, he can let them in and tell them everything, answer questions, blah, blah, blah. And then he still tries to stay up as if he's a night person. And then he falls asleep on the couch. It's true. It's true. (laughs) And I inevitably wake up to go pee or something or wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, he's not here. And then I walk out and I'm like, hey, buddy, we got to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like some podcast is playing. <laughs> Sean recently discovered or rediscovered the sound buttons. We haven't used those since like the beginning. Right. When we were in COVID lockdown. I can't believe all this fun. And I. I know. Oh, my God. I need all a t- fart button. You know, maybe someone can, uh, say, no, no, I don't want that. But we'll <laughs> have to fill back. up the sample bank because I think I can put up to 12 sounds. Wow, that's a lot of sounds. A lot of sounds. A lot of sounds. The future. Can't you just like pay for different packages of sounds? Oh, yeah. You can put anything you want in there. Like well, there a, you have it. I could put a full speech from, you know, John F. Kennedy or something No, like let's that. not. Let's not and say we did. Yeah. These are my uh, pornographic playing cards. <laughs> what? It's from The Simpsons. Oh, I was like, I don't even know what you're referencing. <laughs> that but took a detour. Is it the uh, the chief of police? I forget. I'm starting to forget all the characters, but the chief of police sounds like a Kennedy. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I'd have no. to listen to The Simpsons again. I haven't the watched it. The Simpsons. I wasn't allowed to watch that when I was little, when I was younger. Was My mom the was The devil's like, uh No, devil's she drawings. just was like, I don't think it's child appropriate. That's understandable. And, I, and as an adult, I'm like, I think she might have been right. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. What was it say? Yeah. Don't have a cow, man. And then radical dude. Yeah, the first time I ever saw that, uh, a friend had come back from England mm-hmm. and came back with a bunch of Bart Simpson stuff. And I was like, what is that? It was a kid with a skateboard flying through the yeah. air. And I was like, who, what? 
mm, er, but unbeknownst to me that that person, you know, or Bart Simpson was going to become something so well, it was he, He's been around since forever. Like in my childhood, uh, Nick loved him. Yeah. Like we had all of his posters and we watched all the shows and like once we got older. Yeah. But then my mom still was like funny about me because I'm younger watching it, but then she gave up. You know who um, I have had the pleasure of running into several times? Who? The gal who plays Lisa Simpson. She doesn't, she do oh, a no. lot of the voices. Bart Simpson, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I forget what her name is. Anyways. Is it Marta? No. No, but she was always around, uh, again, the Newport Beach Film Festival. And Funny. Yeah, it was interesting. And then Matt Groening, I believe he lives in, in Newport or Costa Mesa because you'd always see his car, the Groening one. Nancy Cartwright. That's it, Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. Yeah, she was very nice. She was uh, a mentor of Eric Forsell for a, a little while. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sean, it's Sean's friend. You guys don't know who Eric is. Sean's friend who teaches at one of the local community colleges. Yeah. And he's an aspiring, what, filmmaker or? No, he's a cinematographer. Okay. Uh, a actually really uh, a great eye uh, for composition, but he ended up uh, becoming an, uh, a teacher at one point. For more stable income, which I understand. He has mm -hmm. kids and stuff. Yep. He's got responsibilities. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Okay. So it's almost Thanksgiving. What are you most excited about? Mm, giving thanks. Really? Boring. Okay, ham. Ham. <laughs> ham. We're not doing a turkey this year. No, oh, turkey. I hate turkey. It's so overrated. Yeah. Gobble, gobble and all that fun stuff. I don't like it either. I mm -hmm. really just, let's get down to business and get the ham going. Yeah. Let's just go for the ham. Yeah. Why are we messing around pretending I, we I, want something different? Hmm. Well, now that we're talking about it, I'm, I'm worried. This will be the first time I haven't had turkey. And I do like leftover turkey. Oh, I, don't, see, I don't. I don't like the warm turkey so much as the, <clears throat> the leftover. cold turkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, cold turkey like mayonnaise sandwich. Thing. You like to eat things cold turkey. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm pumped. I'll be here all night, folks. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. I like your jokes. Uh, yeah, but I, I do like uh, turkey with a little bit of mayonnaise, mm -hmm. white bread. Mm-hmm. Lettuce. Mm. Mm. And not like turkey slices. No, like chunks. 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 I mean, we could still get a turkey. Mm. I know. It's just not good. What, what if we just got a squab? What's that? I think it's like a pigeon. No. What? What? Squab. I like now you're acting like it's a normal word. Well, you never had squab before. <laughs> I never have. Uh, I yeah. didn't know what it was. And yeah. you weren't sure either. Massachusetts squab <laughs> is pretty good there. You know. You, oh, my God. Someone from Massachusetts like that is the worst accent. Yeah. I mean, depends on who they are. Is squab a pigeon? It's a variety of domestic pigeon raised for its meat. I don't want to eat pigeon, John. <laughs> I love you, but I'm going to have to say no to the, the Thanksgiving you... pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> we each got a, a piece dove. I'm so thankful. Yeah. Here you go. You have to feather like, mm. your own. <laughs> no. And uh, at the St. Louis household, uh, we traditionally pluck our own squab. <laughs> I've been plucking my squab since I was a kid. To me and my hair's all red. I got feathers stuck to my face. <laughs> so much to be thankful for this year. What goes with squab? Mint jelly? I, I think that's lamb. Mm. Mint jelly goes with lamb. Uh, I wonder if New Yorkers <laughs> are the first to have, um, you know, started doing the squab deal because there's know, pigeons, pigeons everywhere. Yes, but pigeons have been everywhere for a long time. Have you ever eaten squab? Please tell us right into otdmpod at gmail.com. Also, I'm very curious about people's favorite Thanksgiving recipes or holiday recipes or what you think is the strangest thing that you your family eats. Like for instance, and we might've talked about this last year and I apologize, but my family makes pretty traditional Thanksgiving meal, but the appetizers ahead of time are a smorgasbord. 
We have pierogies because of our Polish ancestry, whether that exists or not. My grandma believes it to be true. Then we also have egg rolls and spicy. On account of your Polish history. (laughs) Yes. And then our spicy pork with the homemade spicy mustard, which is very good, but hot. And then a bunch of like sweet treats. like Oh, and don't forget the cheese ball. No, crab ball. Crab ball. Because we're from the Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn straight. But it's crab with cheese, right? It's cream, cream cheese. cheese. Okay. It's But it's called a crab ball. Yeah. And it's covered in uh, cocktail sauce. Oh. That's actually very tasty. We could do that. It's expensive. It is very the crab expensive. crab is expensive. My grandma spent every year, my grandma and papa would spend like $50 or more on that crab ball. Because she wanted it to be more than like 60% crab. Right. It it's was like, a ratio. It, she likes a lot of crab. And it was like a crab. Like the only reason the cream cheese was there was just to hold it together. Dude. Something for the crab to (laughs) to glom onto. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my, like, not bizarre, but different types of Thanksgiving things that we would make. Other than that, like, the meal itself was, like, mashed potatoes, stuffing, turkey. Yeah, where did the Asian influence come into your... uh... I have no idea. I'd have to ask my mom, but we... It's been since I remember. We've had egg rolls and that spicy pork. Hmm. And we have to go to this particular place to get that pork because it's, like, red... Like it's like stained with something. It's like a certain kind of smoked pork. Mm. And they like go out of their way to get this particular thing. Cool. I'm all for anything different because I'm 40 this year. And, you know, after so many trips around the sun, you're like, well, just invent something new. I know. Does anybody else feel that way? I'm like, can they invent a new vegetable, please? Right. I'm bored. Well, I think they do exist. And, you know, I've, I've been looking at uh, trees, like fruiting trees and bushes. And oh, different... I was like, honey, don't try to eat a tree. But OK, continue. Well, you never know. It could be like cinnamon. It could be tasty, you know. Nine times out of ten, it's not cinnamon, by the way. It just Nine times like out of ten, it'll kill you. Yeah. We we made a joke with Sean's friend Lamar once because we had these eucalyptus trees. Is that what they were? Yeah. All over Santa Monica, and they'd smell amazing. It smelled like lemongrass. It's like this fresh. But we didn't know what it was. We just, we'd follow our nose, like Pepe Le Pew floating on a scent through like, Santa Monica when we're walking. Yeah. Or like Toucan Sam. Yeah. Follow my nose wherever it goes. Right. Um. Anyway. But we had no idea what it was. And then we... We decided it must be that. And I think you picked up some leaves and went like this. We were like, that's the smell. No, Lamar right? told me because he showed oh. me. I said, dude, because I'm not from California. I said, what, what is that smell like lemongrass mm-hmm. that I smell all the time? And he was like, you've been here for 20 something years. You're just now asking this question. I said, yeah, I don't, I don't know what <laughs> hey, it is. There's only so many hours in a day, Lamar. <laughs> yeah, on my list of things to ask Lamar. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's uh, eucalyptus. And I said, my goodness, maybe I'm part koala because I really like that smell. Yeah. We both did. And then he picked up the leaves. And it's funny because you and I would only smell at certain times in the year. And yeah. it was in fall when the leaves were on the ground. We're walking yeah, through it. Yeah, and since you walk, it releases the oils. It like <sighs> I am the worst detective. Yeah, Sean is not a very good detective. But it's okay. You got me. I detect all the time. Mm-hmm. So anyway. anyways, uh, I really like the smell. And, and when I said maybe, a, you know, like I'm part koala or something like that i don't know i forget the conversation exactly mm-hmm. and he was like don't ever ever put that in your mouth because i like it's how he poison. goes into dad mode yeah. lamar does this a lot and i appreciate it because he's like it's super poisonous don't touch it and then we joked and we would tell him like oh we found that eucalyptus tree and we had a nice little snack or yeah. whatever and he's like shut the fuck up he's a, a man of uh contradiction though because when i first met him we were working on a film set mm-hmm. and uh we were tying in to get some power for something i don't know i think we were stealing power from a 
from a, a panel uh-huh. <laughs> as, as you do on independent film sets. And okay, uh, he discovered um, when he opened the panel and there was like a, a funny looking web mm-hmm. and uh, it was a crazy web, you know, for a spider. You got to be careful. That could be like a black widow. Or well, it was a black recluse. widow, but I didn't know. I'd never seen a yeah, black they have widow. weird looking webs. Yeah. Well, he flicked it at me. He's like. <laughs> the spider? Yeah. And I was like. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is that? He's like, that's a black widow. He's like, like I'd you? never seen one before. This was 1999, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. I hadn't even heard Eminem yet. You know, I mean, this is a long time ago. It's all new. Yeah. And that black widow hit me and then fell on the ground and then he stepped on it. He was like, if you ever see one of those. Kill him. No, he said, flick it at somebody. It's pretty funny because they, they jump around, you know. No, but their webs look like they don't know how to make a web. Mm. I wonder why they do that. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. So if you ever see a weird looking web, just like step away. Neurotic arachnid. Yeah, because it's, Arachic. you know, they usually, okay, okay, Sean, your alliteration is trying to come up with more words. You know, the webs like build out like these straight, you know, web-like geometric shapes where you're like, wow, it's so beautiful. It's what you think of when you think of a spider web. A black widow's web is like, it starts off with a basic framework and then there's like a diagonal one and then one coming into it. It's just, it's not pretty. I mean, maybe it's effective, but it's not pretty. Yeah. They're, they're not known as the architects of the arachnid. No, but they're very poisonous. They won't kill you, but they could kill your dog or child or an elderly person. Remember when Joe got bit and it really fucked him up? Yeah. His whole back. And he was like achy. Yeah. Ooh, be careful. Um, sweeping out garages and stuff. Then like his that. mom came over with soup. Mia, are you okay? Of course, with the albondigas or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, good old Esther coming in yep. hot. Um, and that's like here in Texas. All of my friends who are from Texas are like, if you leave shoes outside that like have closed toes, you need to make sure you beat them out because there could be a scorpion in there. Right. Oh my goodness, we have discovered. Speak. I didn't know we were going to go here in the podcast here today. Here we are. I don't know where you're going, but here we are. <laughs> All right, well, we're on the topic of spiders. I wouldn't normally talk this way. I know that some people... And sorry to our awesome Toronto contributor, Aaron. She hates bugs. Continue. There was, when I was younger, a person that I used to surf with, uh, surf with mm-hmm. who had been bitten by a brown recluse. And Ooh. yeah, and the way guys usually deal with wounds are like, well, we're fine, guy. We don't need no, to go to hospital. Shit will eat. Remember it, we talked to uh, John and Yvonne. That's Yvonne what, had, so, okay, sorry, continue. No, but that's where I'm going with it. We've <laughs> discovered another person, or I've, dis- I've encountered another person who's been bit by the brown recluse. And it's very dangerous. If you get bit by a spider and you don't know what the spider is, and it like your body, it's like red and it gets a little bigger, go to the hospital immediately. Yeah. So uh, our buddy, Yvonne, he was bit by one in college and the, the wound advanced so quickly it like to, ate into his leg it's like a, an open flesh wound and it was he said the size of an egg uh-huh. and then a little bit larger within 48 hours yeah quick you guys like quick and it was interesting so per, first of all yvonne is from spain from madrid and he got a full ride scholarship out here to school to throw the javelin and he has showed some video recently of him doing it homeboy is a fucking champ you should see him yeah like the way the, you know, the way See, that that's a cool sport. You're throwing a weapon, you know, and there's some sports that are not very, you know, uh, exciting. Like curling? 
Curling's I actually really awesome. enjoy curling. <laughs> but anyway, so he was throwing the javelin. I was trying to think of the least uh, weapon-like thing. And I was like, you baseball, know they're all like weapon-like. Track and field would be so much more exciting if you combine the sports. So there's like the uh, the long jump and the javelin throw. No, you know? and that's too dangerous. Well, that's it. That's why you're jumping, right? Because someone's throwing a javelin. Oh, no, you're not doing both at the same time. Oh, that'd be amazing. You, you long jump and then you throw the javelin? That was it. Yeah, you throw and jump. Oh, anyway, no, I was, I was thinking like... Uh, they run and they stop and then, yeah, it's like the the momentum of his body. It was right. wild. Anyway, Yvonne's like an athlete. Right. But it was he and John's first, so they're married now, but it was he and John's first date and he couldn't go because he had like an open wound. He's in the hospital and John thought he was getting stood up and he like canceled last month. Anyway, but they lived happily ever after. Yeah, I think uh, then the, the second date he had to change his Wound or dressing yeah, he, he, like, he needed Wah. John to help him. <laughs> and John's such a germaphobe. He's like, you. He was like, of course. <sighs> oh, okay. And just, just imagine it. Well, because he, he thought it was just a spider bite. But John had admired Yvonne from afar for a while. So right. I think he was like, I really like this guy. I gotta. Right, right, right. right. But then when he had to change the dressing, he was like, okay, just so you know, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. It's and he was like, like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he opened up he was and there's a fine. hole in his leg. He was know? not fine. And then Because you turned, have to stick the gauze in the hole. Yeah. To like get because they're trying to get rid of all the infectious stuff. But um then this is crazy, and then we'll stop talking about this so people don't get too grossed out. Then the school paid for it all because he was a full ride athlete, but also they had an infestation in their dorm and hadn't done anything about it. And then when they went to spray, he's like, you should have seen the amount of spiders coming out of there. And I was like, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, let's <laughs> change, change it up. This has been Recluse Talk brought to you by Terminex, the, uh, the extermination company. Yep. Just get give them a call, 1-800-TERMINEX. Get rid of the brown recluse. I don't think it serves a purpose, so... I don't think so either. Bye -bye. But I, I always think that about a lot of things. And then remember our friends at Life Noggin would do these like animated things. Like what happens if house cats die? And they're like, Su surprise, surprise, we all die. You know, so there's always these surprising things because we're in like the biodome. But anyways, if you live in Texas or any desert area, if you leave like boots outside or shoes, you always have to beat them out because a scorpion could be in them. And every time I say the word scorpion, I automatically think of... The magic of tomorrow. No, no. Dun, dun, dun. When Bubbles changes his name to Scorpion for a oh, short period of time. Scorpion. Now I'm Scorpion. It's so bad. If you <laughs> so, guys haven't watched Trailer Park Boys, you're really missing out. Uh, I was trying to remember lyrics to a Scorpion song there. I didn't even know that was a band. So Really? How would I know? You know Scorpion. I know Bubbles as Scorpion <laughs> with a black wig and a red leather jacket. If you can put a picture of him up, if you have time, that would be great. Okay. Boys, it's me. We know, man. But, Bubs, what's going on? From now on, my name is Scorpion. Can we go talk in private somewhere? Let's go. You okay? I don't know. Holy fuck, that is definitely you. I know, Ricky, but I mean, I'm looking pretty different now, aren't I? That wig's freaking me out. Don't you think you're overreacting a little bit? Don't worry about this train shit. Patrick Swayze is not after you, man. We're in Canada. We're safe. And if anything does go down, just blame on Jacob and the alien Trevors. So, this guy's working. Sit down and relax. I'm relaxed, boys. No problem. Do, 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 
Are you okay? Who? You. I'm fine. Well, boss, you can talk to us if there's something wrong. You know. There's nothing wrong, Julian. What else? What else is happening in the hood? Nothing. Um, I'm I'm in a good You've mood. You've been making bread. Yeah, but I'm not very good at making bread. So I'm gonna next up. I'm gonna try either shoemaking or candlestick. Mm, uh, you know. I'd like to be a milliner. Maybe I'll start making hats. Yeah, that'd be cool. So my mom last Christmas, I think it was last Christmas or my birthday last year, I asked for a bread maker because I do like having a bread maker. It really makes it easier in a lot of ways where you don't have to like roll it and knead it for so long. You know? Yes. Also, it proofs and stuff in the bread machine. So anyway, um, we've had it and we've used it just a few times and it hasn't worked out for us so far. Uh, you made a French loaf that was like so dense. It was like. Yeah, they should have called it French cement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like um, a brick that I made. It was. But then you made a really good loaf last time. Sorry. I have to yawn because it's early. <sighs> anyway, um, I'm sorry if I made you yawn out there. Your last loaf was good, but then the one after that wasn't any good. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That the second one I thought would be excellent because yep. I was like Parmesan. Exactly. Make it a make an Italian loaf. They said so. I put basil, I put oregano, and Parmesan. It the was, flavors are delicious. Yeah, it's just this dry, crumbly. I don't understand. And why. then it's kind of dense too. At yeah. the same time, it's very weird. The one before, exact same recipe for the most part. Just dill and garlic. Oh yeah, so that's my trick. I put in, I chop up like eight cloves of garlic. And then I throw that in there mm -hmm. and then a lot of dill. And this is the part that I think made a little magic. Yes. I'll tell you off camera. I'm not going to know. Um, <laughs> Costco sells a salt substitute. As you know, I was trying to get healthy over the last year. And so I, I was trying to get rid of some sodium, you know. Okay. And the salt substitute is like 90 vegetables ground up into, you know, a little Oh, it's not shaker. a substitute. It's just called like 21 flavors or like a seasoning it makes a no salt seasoning yeah 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 so it's mm -hmm. supposed to make your meal zippity doo -dah. flavorful yeah so many nothing flavors. can replace salt though salt no. is the ultimate zippity -doo -dah. well you need salt to bring out other flavors it's like an enhancer that's right an enhancement until you get to the you got to walk it right up to the edge sometimes you go over the edge and it's terrible but salt yeah it can be delicious yeah like last night i was making a stir fry because we had like asian meatballs and then i made like an asian stir fry and i think it was a little salty oh but i didn't I had find it fish sauce and soy sauce and i was oh, trying to like too many salts yeah but it wasn't crazy but i was like ooh, i think i pushed it to the limit right. take it to the limit one more time yeah see you can sing that no, sean was telling singing. my mom he can't sing i can't sing that wasn't really singing that was Mock singing. Oh, mock singing. Okay. Mock. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, so we've been making bread and that has gone moderately well. My Aunt Teresa has sent us her French bread recipe that she uses. So we're going to try that next because yeah. she apparently does it all the time. Um, I don't want to criticize her, mm -hmm. but uh, her recipe is called French. <laughs> and so it's 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 French bread with ranch packet seasoning. It's not at all, you guys. French bread. French. <laughs> she loves it, French. Oh my god. Big Mouth has a new uh, season up, and I'm excited. But you oh. you don't like it anymore. I don't like musicals. And while I like Big Mouth, it's know, not all musicals. But they use music as jokes. And you, how come you can't hang with that? You watch music videos all the time, and like documentaries about music. So essentially, it goes from them talking into them singing. I think How's you can different? break the world into two different camps. Mm -hmm. And that's people who are into musicals and people who aren't. And I'm not into music. There's something wrong. Like, not something wrong. I just, 
it doesn't it doesn't drive in my brain like when there's a serious situation all of a sudden they break into song and dance to express and then they go back to normal i'm like it, it just breaks the breaks the mood for me i think it's fun like uh you know you're watching a war movie you know saving private ryan and then all of a sudden they break into song and dance it doesn't work you know i mean no but then you look at les mis and i don't know if you've seen that mm. but then there's a song and it's like powerful painful song and you're like ooh, yeah it's good no I, it's just not my jam that's okay yeah. that's fair but anyway big mouth has a new season and i'm excited yeah i'm so excited how old are those kids now like 23 probably like 13 oh 14 it's like bart going back to bart simpson i mean he, uh -huh. he's older than i am yeah but he hasn't aged a day uh, you, know. you know the the collagen and the little yellow guy he's uh, that yellow keeps him shining through yeah um question for you answer what do we want to do about christmas lights what are, <sighs> what are you guys doing hard-hitting questions you I, know I feel things that, that i ponder feel attacked we don't have any decorations really other than our tree yeah well let's get a uh, a big wreath i think a wreath is cool i think aretha franklin is great Even cooler yeah Arguably. Aretha Franklin's Christmas vinyl. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, no, I think we get a couple of strings of lights. Probably Costco. I think everything's at Costco. Well, yeah, but then what do we, we're going to put them up and how are we yeah, going to do this? Yeah, I think we do something simple. We tried last year because we just moved and we didn't have any airship together. And we were like, maybe we'll just pay somebody to put them up for this year because we don't know what we're doing. And like, I don't even know if there's clips already on the home. No, there are not. Oh, okay. We didn't know. It was all new. $900 or something, eight something. Well, yeah, and they wanted to rent it to you. Rent you the lights. You wouldn't even get the lights. I was like, mm, that sounds like highway robbery. Yeah. And so we said, no, thank you. I think you can also roll out a mat on the uh, grass. Yeah. Mat lighting. No, you know what? That, that would mess with the with the gardening. Ooh, yeah, you know. can't roll it, but you could put, do you use mats to put them over people's bushes and stuff like that or... Uh, fences or something right so, we'll figure it out i mean i just don't you know what i don't like mm -hmm. why do i have to be so negative why don't you talk about things you like sean so that's my inner monologue <laughs> what, gonna, what do you not like what, what's wrong with you sean <laughs> um i don't like the inflatable trend the i don't plastic, like inflatables either and they're giant like it's a huge why do you need a 90 foot snowman or a reindeer or you know my mom just showed me the most ridiculous one that someone it was like an ad on facebook or something mm -hmm. and it was an inflatable santa that went over your door you like walked into it and i was like no thanks sorry santa it'd be kind of funny if santa was bending over putting gifts underneath the tree and you no he in. was up top like this and oh. then he had his reindeer i think on the sides yeah or his elves i don't know but i was like that's a lot yeah and it's a blow up and it was like over their house like up to the roof i was like that doesn't make any sense Bunch of clark griswolds over here it's a little too much yep um okay so what recipes are you excited about and what strange ones i know we've talked about tortilla in the past here but what what do you guys make that's different definitely tortilla uh cabbage rolls Ooh, glomkies is that a christmas thing yeah it's holidays for sure that's um, weird yeah i love them uh, when I was a kid, I didn't like them as much as I like them now, but now mm, I look forward to it. And I made some with you last year. You did. And they were good. I don't like the tomato. That's fine. You like the brown sugar. Mm -hmm. we have How come you taste so good? <laughs> when you make cabbage rolls, if you guys don't know, or at least the way I was raised, you make the, you steam the cabbage leaves so they're soft. So you can like roll them up inside is 
beef, pork, and rice, or one or the other, beef and pork doesn't really matter, and some seasoning. You roll them up and then you put them into a baking dish. And then we put brown sugar and water over ours just a little bit to like steam them. To kill them. The, the the flavor of the cabbage. Yeah, you don't want to be bitter. And Sean is of a different thought of cabbage rolls where they put, is it stewed tomatoes or diced tomatoes? Or it's a, it? a tomato uh, sauce that you make for it oh, okay. specifically. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we have difference of opinions on the sauce. Everything else is the same. Yeah, I like and, to do a 50-50 mix of, you know, have both types available when you get a hankering for a sweet or a... Mm -hmm. a, a tomato. But, I'm just, I'm weird about tomatoes. You know me. Yeah, I know. But you've you've had them recently. I've been slowly... Well, I don't mind some, the... but I don't mind some tomatoes. I just don't like, like that to me is like the tomatoes don't need to be here. It's like if I'm eating pasta, don't give me like marinara sauce. Oh, oh man. No, thanks. You know that I've been experimenting with foods recently, right? Through the Noma, the yes. best restaurant in the world, has a great book out now. It's yep. a Sean's fermentation. I fermented uh -huh. in the cupboard. Mm -hmm. Cupboard. <laughs> in the cupboard. Your, your third language. Yeah. Okay, continue. I fermented mm -hmm. tomatoes, garlic, and dill mm -hmm. in a Ziploc. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness. Sean almost had one of those Ziplocs explode. Yeah. But this, the, the the tomatoes, because they were saying, oh, this is our one of our mother flavors, you know, that they oh, use okay. in everything. Mm -hmm. That and the blueberries. Oh, yep. it was so good. It just brings a whole different flavor into there. That fermentation is amazing. So anyways, um, I may try a couple of um, the cabbage rolls that way. Oh, yeah, we could do that. That's interesting. Not all of them, though, because I know you don't like tomatoes, but maybe the tomato ones I'll reserve for myself. And maybe that will make it more palatable to me because the problem that I have with tomatoes isn't that I don't like the flavor. It's like the acidity of it, like the sharpness of it sometimes ruins the dish because it's such yeah. a strong flavor. I'm like, I don't really want to eat tomato. If I just wanted to eat tomato, I'd fucking eat tomato. Like, I like tomato soup. You like Zing Zang? I do. I like Bloody Mrs. Mary's. Tea. I got you Clamato the other day. Thank you. Because I love you. That's a nice um, love language. Yeah. I got you some Clamato juice. I got juice. you the Clamato. I don't like it when people uh, get angry at Canadians about Clamato juice. Well, if you don't like something, who cares? I don't understand the, the argument around if you don't like something, then no one else can like it. <laughs> what? Right. If people want to do their own thing and I think it's gross, that's whatever. I always tell people you like fish sauce. Yes. You like tomato sauce. Yes. Put them together. That's called Clamato. Right. Clam juice. Clean. Clam juice is so good. Oh, it's one of those flavors. It's like the ocean. I mean, I grew up with it, arguably. I I think I struggle with the thought that I would want that in my Bloody Mary only because I'm already... Umami. Well, I'm already funny about Bloody Mary. Like, I only like Zing Zangs. I don't like a lot of... Like, if a place is like, we make our own, I'm like, mm, you can try it if you want to order it, and then I'll taste it and be like, yes or no. You yeah. know? You can't tell that it's in there, though. It's I, just, I it's can't just... imagine. I just don't know if I'll like that. Do you know right. what I mean? As a mix is mm -hmm. what I mean. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? I got off topic with the, the zingy zings. Oh, tomatoes and stuff and all that. But I, I don't know now. I've lost it. I know. And for someone who doesn't like tomatoes, you sure wanted those tomato plants to grow this year. What would we have done if they actually worked? Well, I like tomatoes on sandwiches. And I like tomatoes. Okay. I just don't, again, I don't like it to be the only thing I taste when I'm making something different. You know, like a tomato should be a pretty mild flavor, like in a sandwich. You know, there are certain flavors that co go together just so well. Like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> uh, Remember that Big Daddy? I think it's Big Daddy, where he's like, they, uh, he goes, damn you, you give him the easy ones. Remember he's trying to teach him English? I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway, continue. 
No, that's good. Lamb and tuna big fish. Big Daddy, yeah. Mm. I can send you the clip, but imagine the first person who 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 was sitting there and he had peanut butter, you know, in front of him, mm -hmm. and then next to him was some chocolate, and and accidentally the chocolate fell into the peanut butter. He's like, "Damn it! Now it's ruined!" And then he yeah, dug it out, but he's like, "It's better." Oh my! Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he was just so excited about it. Mm -hmm. There's certain flavors that are like that. Like we said, just, lamb and mint jelly. Yeah, lamb and mint jelly. Okay, I guess. Well, people um, like what's that. What's with you and lamb? You're just saying things that pair together. Lamb and tzatziki. Maybe. I get down like that. I don't really love lamb. As Mykonos. <laughs> from Greece. Yeah. Um, I like lamb. Yeah. But the other one for me would be um, tomatoes. Mm-hmm mayonnaise mm -hmm. not miracle whip don't at me no none of that bullshit mayonnaise like, like real regular mayonnaise. like hell what's it Hel helgman's or helmans Hellman's. and or best foods or and something. a thick slab of tomato mm -hmm. white bread mm -hmm. little pepper yeah or, you don't even salt or fried bologna on that mm -hmm. <sighs> but just a tomato mayonnaise mm -hmm. combo is the best thing ever oh my god i saw a meme that said for people who like bologna can they just admit that they really just like a hot dog unrolled <laughs> 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 and I was like, you got me. How is it that bologna is spelled bologna? Are the English, well, isn't that German too? Is bologna German? I think it's Italian. Italian? I don't know. Although but anyway. it looks, it sounds like something the Germans would make up. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was a joint project. Maybe. They went, got together with our powers combined. We, we present really confuse people. Bologna. Bologna. The rest of Europe was like, no. This is. Yeah. But it is good. Fried bologna. Ooh. So tasty. Compliments we'll to the chef. To, maybe we'll have to get some just for shits and giggles. Even shitty bologna is pretty good. Even the cheapy stuff, yeah. Yeah, Oscar Mayer bologna. Not yeah. to say that they're terrible, but you know, it's not. It's, it's not like the you top went tier. to the like Larry gets that really good bologna from the butcher. Does he? And that's good. That's what he has at the house. So that oh. like that log, he has to cut it. It's log. It's log. It's better than bad. It's good. It's bologna. Um, speaking of fermentation, Sean has discovered because so if you did not know, Sean is part of a beer club right group uh the first rule about beer club is you don't talk about beer club oops anyway through this club they have discovered something called smooch smooch baby and my mom and i both love it very much mm -hmm. so smooch so tell them what smooch is s-m-o-o-j is one of the brands but it's a type of malt beverage i thought it was a beer but it's technically not right well explain much like dance crazes sweeping the nation you know like in the 60s everyone was doing the twist oh i was like dance crazy you mean and like then, tiktok I'm so confused yeah all that too you know but like all of a sudden there, there's trends that sweep the nation mm -hmm. and in the beer world i shunned beer for the better part of a decade no more i said well, we we brewed it when we first started dating because you were in that process with joe and uh sean and then we just like fell off. Also, we got a little older and we're like, probably shouldn't be drinking so much beer. Right. Well, what I, where I diverted from the path uh -huh. of, uh, of beerism is um, <laughs> they, they started making everything an IPA and it was like a triple yes. IPA, a quadruple IPA. And then it just tastes like pine salt. And I was like, this is disgusting. Well, I didn't think it tastes like pine salt for me. It was just so bitter. Yeah. Super hoppy, right? Yeah. Too much. And it was so high alcohol content that yeah. like i can only have like one and i'm like that's enough yeah. and also i was full because a higher alcohol content the like richer the beer do you know what i mean 
Oh, I do know what you mean. So, so I, I kind of, I just stopped drinking because, and they give me heartburn. Yeah. Also. Yeah. And, um, you know, anyway, so, and, and then they lured me back with the sour beers. All of a sudden that yes. was the latest trend, But then right? it went too far. Too far. We went down to Dripping Springs when my brother and mom were in town last January. I couldn't even drink. Remember I was like. Yeah. It was, it was like way too sour. You have to temper the sourness with fruit, right? And so in my beer club. Which my mom loves that. Lind, is it Lindemann's? Yeah, Lindemann's. Yeah. It's a. Framboise. Framboise. It's a sour beer paired with raspberry and it's delicious. Yeah. But that was before sour beers were like sour beers. Right. Okay. So continue. Sorry. Well, I like a stout myself. Yeah. Sean I, likes a porter or a stout. Yeah. More a stout person. But Sorry. Uh, I got you porters and stouts. That's okay. I got a mix. I like them both. At the groceries. At the as H-E-B. long as it's not an IPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have one IPA. Larry loves the IPA. And yeah. I don't know how. I'll have one. I'm good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so back to the smooge. Yeah, so uh, my beer club—they're really into fruited sours, and they buy things from Tavur. Tavur, Taver, Taver. Oh, I'll put a link in the description. You can. Uh, Do they get monies off? Do uh, you get monies off? Who gets know. monies off? Nobody. Damn. I think uh, I think the uh, the head of the beer club, the head of the Water Buffalo uh, Association. Ooh. Yep, um, I think it's his code, so he would. He would, oh. he would uh, get discounts or something. I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll put it down so somebody gets a discount. Yeah. As long as someone's getting discounts. As long as someone it. on the team scores, I don't care. Yeah, right? right? It's a soccer match mm-hmm. here. Okay. So smooch. So uh, I like a beer that is a fruited sour. They're big into it. I've tried so many amazing beers. And, and I thought I knew about beers, but these people know. And we've also tried some real <clears throat> gross ones. Yeah. Like yeah. that banana cream pie. Yeah, that, that's like a chemical shit storm, it right? It tasted like electricity. Uh, dear beer maker your beer uh, uh, banana cream pie tastes like um electricity (laughs) but isn't it it's like weird how do you do that or like i'm i'm sucking off electricity and then licking a metal pipe (laughs) they say you can't capture uh, lightning in a bottle but i say (laughs) you can in a can it's called banana cream pie beer or moonshine yeah it's terrible oh okay so yeah we've tasted a couple of bad ones anyways (laughs) but recently they introduced um a smooge which is basically a new style of uh beverage that is coming on the heels of in, in the beer market or in the uh seltzer market yeah and it's kind of like beer meets a seltzer that's actually a great way to describe it but if seltzers hard seltzers didn't have that fake fruit flavor and it was actually real fruit (laughs) and they don't get rid of the fruit they just pack it in the can so it's like pulped when you open that can so when i was a kid my dad would do this thing he would take a banana and use the the brawn hand blender Mm -hmm. and blend a banana into orange juice and i love oh that's like orange julius almost Mm, yeah that's egg whites and Lots but, of sugar. But it's kind of that sweetness coming from the banana. It's like yeah, creamy. Creamy. Yummy. Well, w- the first smooge that I tried, mm-hmm. I opened it and, or they opened it and Strawberry sludge banana. poured out. And I was like, ugh. You're like, something's gone wrong with this. <laughs> and then I tasted it. And it was like, angels. <laughs> and, and you know, <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, this is, this is really good. But I didn't know what to make of it. And I, I don't want to embarrass myself, which I do all the time anyways around these guys because they know more about beer than I do. Hey, whatever. I just know that I like it. They know- That's all that's important. The chemical reactions. Oh, wow. They like nerded out. Well, for a while they planned on opening a brewery, I think, right? So they were like really into it. Also, these guys are uh, 
engineers. So it's very precise, precise. which is awesome. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, the smooge (laughs) comes out of, where is it? Uh, Michigan Uh and they have many flavors. And since then, since discovering this, Uh I've tried a couple other brands and they're just really good. It's like they pack a ton of fruit into Even a that beer. one we just had that wasn't sludgy. So if you're like, and when we say sludgy, think of like a smoothie that has been really blended down. It's like if Jamba Juice had a cool uncle. Yeah, that like booze. Those come together. It's like a, a that's why I call it smooge. But the one that you, my mom and I just tried of yours, it was like the raspberry cheesecake or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Black, dark chocolate cheesecake. It had no, no real barely any of that kind of texture super tasty but way more sour than we were anticipating not in a bad way i just thought it was gonna be sweet like the smooches before and then it was tart and we were like (laughs) but we drank it all so there you have it well that was a long way around telling you to try a new type of beer a smooge is in your area s-m-o-o-j i encourage you to try it Mm -hmm. and you can look at other brands the smooge that I'm talking about was just that one brand. Apple pie is their seasonal flavor and it's delicious. That was nuts. But it's like, I don't know what the alcohol content is. at like 5%? Yeah, I think it's like 5 So it's like a normal beer, but yeah, very tasty. I highly recommend. Well, and the guys are probably wondering, Katie, you're not part of the beer club. How do you even know about this? Well, they're so kind as to share in their beers. And so Sean will come back with some that they like. So I don't have to taste the bad ones other than the banana cream pie because we purchased that as a like, hmm, let's see if it's delicious. <laughs> it's funny. Sometimes when when we uh, try beers, because everyone brings beer that they found or that they want to share with the group and then you, you partake. You just see. It. You're like, is it any good? Inevitably, I, I pick bad beers. And it's not because, it's just because I, I don't know any of the brands here. And, and, yeah. I'm, I'm, and we're I'm open just to learning. trying anything. So. But I'm proud because uh, the brewery mm-hmm. is a beer. Yeah, it's a, a Californian. Yeah. I filmed their one their very first year. We've uh, been there in their little, well, I have too with yeah. you. But the brewery is, has blown up now. It's a big deal. And it's brewery. It's a B-R-U-E-R-Y. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the story behind that is that they're, uh, they're Jewish people. And mm-hmm. um, uh, in doing the, the filming the first year, I said, uh, because their last name is uh, Ruben, Ruben or Rubenstein? Rubenstein, I think. Yeah, and so it's uh, two brothers and a sister-in-law, I think. Three men and a little bit, no. Um, <laughs> Three and, men and a little lady? Yeah, anyways, so I said, you know, because it says uh, uh, the brewery, a, a family uh, affair or something like uh-huh. that is the name. And I was like, oh, uh, why Why the name the brewery the way it's spelled? Yeah. I said, well, because Rubenstein doesn't sound like a good name for a brewery. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> that's not true. But um, yeah, so they called it, they put their name in brewery. And I thought that was cute. That's really cute. Excellent beer, by the way. I was so. going to try to find it out about them, but it's like, it's hard to. We went down a rabbit hole here. Um, <laughs> also, before we do. Oh yeah, and, but uh-huh. basically, sorry, uh, one last thing uh-huh. to clarify that story. I think he said, you know, because you don't want to you don't have anti-semitism wrapped around your brand if, if people don't you know like i just and I was like, I, that sucks man it sucks that you have to deal with that, that right yeah that's that's people, it i i never considered that people these days i, I know. tell you what people discriminate against us because we have a catholic last name you know saint oh, louis, saint louis. No, i'm just kidding i get never... so many compliments on my new last name yeah. and i always say i can't take credit it was my husband's yeah well back home you know, it's, uh, it's, it's very like, common. It's like Johnson. It's like Smith. But, <laughs> you see it um, everywhere. There's like St. Louis Square, St. Louis Street, St. Louis. Louis Lake. <clears throat> it's everywhere. You see other St. Louis. You meet other Sean St. Louis, which well, is even strange. Even Morton, my maiden name Morton, 
where I grew up, there's a town called Morton. I mean, it's a ways from where I grew up. I didn't grow up in Morton, but we used to always say Morton like the town. And then when I left like Washington state, you can't really say Morton like the town in LA. People are like, what? So I'd have to be like Morton like the salt. Right. Salt of the earth, baby. And then when I went to Pepperdine, I probably already told you guys a story because I don't have any new ones. The, they, everybody thought that my family like owned the Hard Rock Cafe. Was it Hard Rock? The Mortons own it? Oh. And I was like, I wish, dude. Yeah. I don't even, what? <laughs> uh, I'm on scholarship. <laughs> but that would have been nice. Because hmm. Pepperdine was like that. People were like from families of wealth. Okay. Yes. Can we sw- switch gears completely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> I pressed the wrong button. I was just going to say, why, why is that? Okay. Anyways, there is a woman that I love on TikTok and... I think I'm going to not steal because that makes it sound like, but I'm going to steal some of what I love about her because the reason that I love her is when she starts. So I'll give you her username and I'll send it to you so you can put it in the notes. Her username is all styles chance culp. I know that's crazy, but you guys know how TikTok names are. Anyway, she's a hairdresser and I came to fall in love with her because it came up in my FYP once and she was talking about how it's gotten colder. She's from the South, got a real strong Southern accent. I think she's in Tennessee, but I could be wrong. Anyway, she was like, God, it's so cloudy today or whatever. And she's like, I just can't function. I just can't. She goes, I'm like a succulent. I know our dog is very snoring a lot. She's like, I'm like a succulent. I need like the sun to make me alive or whatever. And she's like, you know, this this whole dreariness, I just, I can't power up. <sighs> she was just lamenting. She's drinking her coffee. But how she starts every TikTok I've decided is why I love her is because it's not that she has anything crazy to say. It's like she's talking to you. So at the very beginning of her TikTok, she's like, hey, what's you doing? That's how she opens it. Hey, what's you doing? And she's like, I'm doing nothing. And then she rolls into what she's talking about. And so you feel like you've been called on the phone by a friend that's like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what you doing? And like the last one I watched, she was like, hey, what you doing? And she's like, ah, it's been a long day. I'm having lunch. And she's sitting eating while she's talking to you. And she's like, I got Panda Express. It's next door. So it's easy. And she's like, and I love the pineapples. She's like, you don't like warm fruit? A lot of people say that, you know, they don't like warm fruit, but I think it's where it's at. And so it's this weird conversation about nothing. But it's also like in a time where people feel really disconnected, you're like, I like this lady. Mm. And also she's trying to stop smoking. She's like, so I'm just, she's vapes and she wants to stop. And so periodically she'll be like, she has nothing in her hands. And she goes, I feel better already. (laughs) But I really like her. Anyway, and so I think I'm going to steal that. Like, hey, what you doing? I like that. I think what's going on there, if I had to break it down, Mm -hmm. is that people don't like, it's the billboard effect, right? Mm -hmm. So, People don't want to have a one-way conversation like, oh, I'm just taking information. They want, in today's day and age. You want that back and forth, that reciprocal. Yeah, yeah, totally. So instead of speaking at me, mm-hmm. let's speak with. with each other. Yeah, and that's how it feels. Even though I know, logically, I'm not saying I don't like warm fruit because I also do like pineapple like on pizza and then I'll yum, yum. So, but it, it just feels different. It's not put together, you know, in a way... It's just more relatable, which I think is what we all want. And anyway, so I really like her. So I'll send you the link for her profile so people can check her out. Because I, again, it's not even like health information. It's nothing. It's just her sharing about her life and things that have gone wrong and things that have gone right and stuff that she's, you know, like I said, once she was talking about the sun and the next she was just talking about lunch. 
It's just nothing. But I really enjoy it. I also like the old time hockey, which I've talked about him before, because he's like, hey there, buddy. <laughs> he sounds so Canadian, even though he's in the States, but he's right up by the border. He's a UPer, mm -hmm. Upper Peninsula. Yeah. He's a Red Wings fan. Oh, yeah. Well, they're a great team. Yeah. Anyway, so just fun people I found on the internets. Give me a second, because mm -hmm. I, I missed a phone call <clears throat> from San Diego. Whale's vagina. Oh, I don't even trust it. It's spam. Okay. I don't trust anyone <clears throat> from San Diego. Except for Todd. No, I don't trust Todd either. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't watch this podcast. Oh, mm -hmm. show notes. I yes. guess I should have left with this or led with this. Left, led, whatever. We're encountering a technical difficulty. Please bear with us. YouTube, for mm -hmm. some reason, is now... Uh, stalling out the conversion of opinions that don't matter. Oh yeah, the processing. Yeah, from so we upload 4K footage, so know. that you can see every pore on our schnozzeroonies. <laughs> You're welcome. Right, and it's so <laughs> realistic, uh, but it, for some reason it gets stuck at 360p, oh, which is like dog that's shit. Terrible. Yeah, not even 1080. It's not even standard definition. 480 is standard def. 360 is like, yeah, anyways, trash monster. Pretty bad. So, is it only OTDM? It's not AKA? Mm, well, a couple of times it's happened to you. And How dare they? I know. So I have... Uh, Rude. They're really nice over at that company. And they're they're trying to figure out what the issue is. At but Spotify in the or YouTube? At YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Okay. But in the meantime, um, last week's episode, I looked Sorry, like Sorry, we look like dog shit. Yeah. But I, I also found out that that's what my vision is. Um, it's 360. Dog shit. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's 360. You have your glasses, though, and Raymond shared his eye by direct, and that's who we yep. got him through. Yeah, I still, I'm I'm not quite used to it. I'm kidding, by the way, my vision isn't that bad. Um, no, but it is, it does need assistance. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. It's, uh, <laughs> it's bad after staring at a computer screen for a little bit. Your mom told me something interesting, that her vision, her doctor said it would get better once she quit work. Yeah, because you're not straining your eyes yeah. as much. Because she so, was looking at a computer like all day long. Yeah. And I learned a trick uh, about uh, six months ago. You just close your eyes in front of the computer. <laughs> yeah, just pretend you're working. That reminds me of Calvin and Hobbes, that one where he, yeah, he's he in class, the... takes a, a ping pong ball and cuts it in half uh -huh. and draws eyes on it. Mm -hmm. He's staying in class. Uh, no, go outside and use your vision as far as you can Til see. As far as the eye can see. And then rack focus to something really close. <laughs> <laughs> and then look off into the distance. And, yeah. And you want to, you're, you're basically doing your lifting, you know? Do you even lift with your eyes, bro? Is that good for your eyes yeah. though? Because you know, that, like straining sometimes they're like. No, it's uh, an exercise, I think. Infertility? We probably have an ophthalmologist out there who's going to be like, Please tell dude. Us. Maybe just... Sue. Sue's our medical yeah. liaison-ish. If... But um, We haven't heard from Sue in a while. Well, I probably have driven everyone away. No, people are just busy. <laughs> I know. Can't expect everyone to hang out all the time with us. I do. I like it. Send your letters, please. OTDMPod at gmail.com. Right. Okay. So that takes care of that with and the you, bad. He'll take his glasses off and then he can't read something. And then he'll say like, I don't want to put them back on. I just took them off. What's that about? Um, the same way with socks and underwear. You know, I just, once you take them off, <laughs> so much more comfortable. <laughs> no, you find them uncomfortable. That's what I'm wondering. What's that, what's that about? Uh, glasses? Yeah. It's it's weird because you can't, they're they're made for a, a small distance. 
oh, okay. for a short distance. So when I look around, the rest of the world really? is so goofy. It's it, it really throws me for a loop. Mm. I don't want to stand up wearing them because I could fall over at any second. You know, That's lies. I've seen it's you walking around dramatic. the house. With... <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I saw some funny Instagrams that I want to mm -hmm. share with you, Katie. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see them? I do. Okay. Well, you can go down the list. We'll start with this one. Okay, so there's three ants, and they're climbing off of a stick and onto a leaf, and this one guy's really helping these other two. Oh, they're not reaching down. They're leaving him. Look how sad he looks. He, his little antennae. Oh, now his antennas go down. They're not coming back for him, are they? I don't know. They don't give you any more of it to know if they're coming <laughs> it's back. It's a sad little film. That's like if you and your friends are running away from something because you got caught, and you help them jump the fence, and then they just leave you there. Uh -huh. They're not friends at all. They're just a bunch of red ants. What a bunch of turds. Yeah. Okay, something funny. Oh. Did thrust? That's why the internet's amazing. <laughs> it, it says ESL. It's like when English is your second language. But it's funny because even English speaking people do things like that. When we talk about like Mondegreens or yeah. dismiss hearing, like I talked about my friend Jamie Putman back in the day, not understanding the Spanish part of Welcome to Miami. Yeah. She'd say, We Miami, Miami. That's what she would say. So, but I, th I love that that guy decided to make a film. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this. This is a kid playing soccer with his buddies and he's kicking the ball. And as he kicks, each time he's just trying to kick the ball out. He's not even, but he's knocking every kid out in the face. There's <laughs> one kid in the eye, one kid in the nose. <laughs> it's crazy, right? I love the, that's part of a series where it's Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. It's Jason Bourne. I love those. Those are some of my favorite ones. Too funny. Okay, we got two more. This one, oh God, this is creepy. Oh, she took the arms off of a baby doll, a plastic baby doll. And then she put <laughs> put a wire between them and hung them over her chickens so her chickens look like, I don't know, Mr. T. Here we go. It's trick to rock around. I don't want to play the music. We'll get oh, shut yeah, right. down. Okay, last one. Okay. Okay, now this. Oh, this is my favorite. <gasps> this is Sandra D, semi-homemade. With tea shops, vodka. She pours the, like a way more, like a quarter cup of vodka. And then Mr. Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys, who we love, crashes out of his trailer because he's he's always drunk on God, the show. He's such a good actor. That's one of my favorite. I don't know what you'd call it, a little video or whatever remix or something. Yeah, a, a pairing, a, a duet, if right. you will. Um, yeah, I, I love it very much. It's one of my favorites. Is the Sandra Lee Leahy crossover? Cool. Well, I just <laughs> want to bring a little levity to mm -hmm. you. We start off with a sad one: the ants, where they left their ant buddy behind. Mm -hmm. ended with a Mr. Leahy, Sandra. There was something Lee. I'd read or heard, and somebody could correct me because I'm not like an ant specialist. But someone said that ants just, they like, they're just workhorses. Like they just want to make a thing happen. So I don't think he was really sad. He's probably like, this was my job. Get up, get up, go, go, go. And then he was like, okay, they're up. I can't get up. I'm, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I think people are like that too. Yeah. We're all working towards something collectively. Mm-hmm. As humans. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I just follow the scent. I'm the ant. They say ants just follow the pheromones or the No, but you think about it. Mm -hmm. Humans, all we're doing is building. We're always improving. Mm -hmm. Oh, that that's interesting. I could improve on that. You know? I can like, make that faster. I can make, make that better. better. Or when you're doing something really tedious, you're like, there's got to be a better way. Or is that just me? No, <laughs> that's it. And humans are always... Because I don't think other 
species on the planet do this where they're always improving their you know generally some people are lazy and they don't they don't try and improve yeah. things but, but that's like the, why we love the hacks online yeah. where they'll be like my mom was just showing me the ones we've all seen them where it's like instead of twist tying your bread you just spin it and then pull it the plastic back over the bag what? to seal it mm -hmm. oh my God. or the fact that when you open a pop can or whatever you flip that and you can stick your straw through it and it holds it that's what it's there for is to hold your straw so it doesn't shoot out with you know it like holds it what you didn't, didn't know, know about these things no oh. or how you can dispense cheese onto a rich cracker I don't know what you mean by that. You've never seen this before? You're going to have to explain a little bit better. Okay, so everyone out there, you know what a, uh, a Ritz cracker looks like? It's a cracker with some holes in it. There's a center hole. Mm -hmm. And if you take spreadable or the cheese in a can, like we give the dog, mm -hmm. put that right up to the bottom of that hole, press it, the cheese comes up and then spreads itself in a Weird. perfect circle. Wow. It's amazing. It's, it's a life hack. I think the internet's making us dumber though, because we're just learning dumb hacks we're not you know doing there's a lot of helpful hacks out I know, there i know it's you true. know but so but what are we That's working towards like, i learned as a society I, I don't know if it was old time hockey i don't think it was it was somebody else in a cold climate where they said oh it's this woman um she I, she taught me how to fold a fitted sheet she's out of i think toronto she's canadian anyway she talked about the importance of wd-40 and all the uses for it and one was that she sprays it on her shovel before she goes to shovel snow so that it doesn't pack on, it just slides right off. Yeah. So you can like move more quickly. You can also spray it along your windowsills and uh, the bugs do not want to cross it. Mm. And it's- Oil barrier. Farrier, uh, fairly benign. Uh, anyway, product. she said to push it, because it's grease-based, it'll pull certain things out of your clothes. Cause she has taught me also how to treat certain stains and all sorts of handy stuff. She's very handy. Yeah. You can also take WD-40 uh -huh. if you have a car with a distributor cap that is cracked or something mm -hmm. like that. or. Your car's not quite starting right because it's not getting good spark mm. and you're in a wet climate. Spray your distributor cap with uh, WD-40. Keep the water off it? Yes. It's a, uh, what is it? It uh, disperses it? No, it... Uh, it repels. Oil repels yeah, water. It's a word. Yeah. yeah. Rock beats uh, paper every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean grew up around a lot of what I, my, my dad would lovingly call gearheads. Oh. People who are really into cars. And it's just funny because my knowledge lies somewhere else. Like I did not grow up around gearheads. So Sean's always talking about cars and the carbs and carbs are things in cars, not just bread, all sorts of things. I don't understand. I don't either. That's the worst part is I, I know a little bit, but if at, I had to tear down- As a, they say, enough to get yourself in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to tear down my motorcycle this winter. That's my, my plan is to go over it inch by inch as soon as the garage is uh, back to being ours. As soon as, as soon as. Yeah, I know. But then I want to tear it down. That'll be my new hobby out in the garage. Tinker, Ooh, tinker, 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 tinker. That's yeah. good. That's fine. Yeah. Yay, yay. Uh, should we get into some letters? We can. We're at the uh, roughly the hour mark. So <clears throat> perfect. Oh, this is exciting, you guys. What, what's happening? We got a letter from a member of our community. We'll just call them A, because they did not leave their name and I do not want to, you know. A is in the Canadian A or A is in the American A? A is in the American A. Okay. But it's entitled Japan 2006. Oh. It says, I just saw your most recent OTDM podcast and you asked for pics of Japan. Here you go. Too many photos to attach. So I shared a Google Drive link and said, I think you asked. I wasn't in a position to pause or backtrack to check. And I'm too lazy to go back through the whole podcast now to confirm. 
So if it was just the voices in my head telling me to share my Japan photos, I'm so sorry. No, we did. We did ask for it. Oh, we have to request access. All right. So we won't be looking at some of the vacation (laughs) photos today. We will have to request access and then we'll get them later. Okay. Sorry. But that was exciting, I thought. Okay. Now we're on to Tina's letter. Hi, Tina. And it is entitled, Update and a Couple of Trapped Stories. (gasps) Trapped stories. Where are the stories trapped, you may Mm -hmm. ask? Maybe it's like trap, like a trap house, like the wrapping, (laughs) maybe. says, hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. How are you? Good. I'm pretty good. I feel great. I'm actually waking up. I think when I started, I was a little asleep. I'm going to confess to something. What? I'm back on the coffee, and I feel great. (laughs) We took a hiatus for about six months. Six months. Eight months, and now I'm back uh, back at it, baby. Crept back in my life. That Nespresso. It gets you. I think it might be because my mom has brewed coffee, so you smell it. I think that could be it. It's the smell um, of it. Yeah, I just cracked one day. And I was like, I'm going to have a, a bit of coffee. Well, it's not like you said, I'm never going to have coffee. It was because it was, uh, was it upsetting your stomach or you didn't like it? I don't remember. Uh, oh, shit. I just put two and two together. It's because I had heartburn. Mm-hmm. Oh. And lo and behold, the last two days I have heartburn again. Uh-oh. Yeah, because we haven't had anything other than that that would cause heartburn. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Okay. Okay. Anyways. So how are you? Sean has heartburn. I'm doing fine. But I'm I feel great other than that. <laughs> I... Do you tr- do you accept heartburn into your life? Mm-hmm. Do you accept our our Lord and Savior caffeine? <laughs> you know, you- don't run away from the Lord. Right, right. Christina here, writing in from Norway. Remember, she taught yes. us some Norwegian. It's been a while since I wrote in, but life got a bit busy, and I slid a bit behind in listening to the pod. I told it's okay. Don't even worry. First, an update slash response. Glad to hear you received the book I sent, The Social Guidebook to Norway. Hilarious. It still makes me giggle every time I look at it. Hope you enjoyed some of the things in it. I was entertained by some of the content when I was slipping through, and I thought you also might like it. We do. Thank you. This is a while ago, but over the summer, two things happened. The first is that my parents and I flew over to Scotland for a week vacation. We hadn't been out of Norway since I graduated from college in 2018, so it was nice to get out of the country for a bit. Photos are attached. Okay, we're going to have to look at these photos. Oh, beautiful. Where look is at this? that? In Scotland, I think she said. Wow. I've never I've never heard her say that. Beautiful. That looks like that Scotland. That looks like Scotland. Beautiful. 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 Wow. Look at that. We're looking at a castle. Okay, it's a castle, a cute that little looks home. Like Elgin. And what are those horses? We're going to find out. We got to keep reading. I just wanted just to look at the photos first. Okay. Nice composition mm-hmm. of your photos, too. Yes, it was um, to Scotland. We flew into Aberdeen, which is where we flew into, um, and drove down to Falkirk to see the Kelpies. Have you heard of these? They're the big horses, aren't they? Maybe that's those horses. So have you heard of these? They are beautiful 30 meter, so 98 feet tall, steel horse head sculptures of two Kelpies, which are from Scottish, Scottish folklore. We've seen these on TV before and have wanted to see them for a while. So it's been amazing to finally see them in person. That's cool. We'll have to see. I wonder who, who, uh, who the sculptor is. I don't know. It's a lot of steel. You have to look it up. It'll I mean, be... you don't do that on spec. You gotta, you gotta have someone finance you right? unless you're, you know, a wealthy artist because it's yeah. just a lot of material. It's a lot of steel, you baby. Know, when, when you go to, you think about it, people who, who create art just for the sake of creating art, mm-hmm. you could say like this podcast where it doesn't pay for itself, you know, but like, no, I just enjoy it. 
exactly. But someone who's into painting. Yeah. You ever been to an art supply store? That mm -hmm. shit is expensive. It's super expensive. I remember that because who was it? And one of my sorority sisters back in college would go to Blick. Oh yeah. Was our local like art store that had all the things like acrylics and all the things you needed. And she was like, all I could buy this time was just like this for, cause she doesn't know how to project for school. And she was like, and that cost me like 150 bucks. And I was yeah. like, what? How much for the charcoal pencil? Right, $7. I can't <laughs> afford the paper, but the, you know. I'll write it on my arm. Man, art supply stores, I no, love making them. a killing. No, but oh I yeah. Do, and I do, I think it's because it's aesthetically pleasing to me, like the rainbow colors and also the, the excitement of what could be. What could I create out of this? Mm. Remember that time I saw that uh, painting in Architectural Digest? And I was like, I can do that. And I put my handprints and- Oh yeah, Remember we good. did it? Yeah. Yeah. I have a, it was okay. Yeah, it was good. But I got it for pretty cheap. I think I spent like $10 on the paint and the canvas that Michael's store was like moving or going out of business or something. And so I got that big canvas for like 20 bucks. So overall, it wasn't that expensive of a- Whatever happened to that? I think we got rid of it. Oh. Our handprints are out there somewhere, Sean. That's not a good idea. <laughs> I think we cut it up. Did we? Okay. I think we got right, like destroyed it. Okay. But it was the thing that I'd seen was an architecture, architectural digest. It's architectural, right? Not architect. Architectural. Architectural digest. Anyway, they had this, it was a big blank white canvas and like almost the color of this table, like a cream, like a, a maybe a little lighter than this. And it was hand prints that just went all the way around the frame of it. It just looked really cool. And they had it mixed with other art. And we had this big piece of, I don't even remember. I think it was like behind the doors where we put it, but we had a wall where we had nothing on it. And so I looked at that and I found the piece and I was like $1,800. I think I can make that myself. And so went to the Michael store, got the paint and Sean and I, did I think I did one side, you did the other, and we tried to line them up as best we could. And I thought it turned out kind of cool. I thought so. You know, I wish we had it. We could put it up in here. No, we but need it. We need to do something, that's for sure. Okay, back to Christina's letter. So they'd seen those Kelpies on TV, got to see them in person. Amazing. We drove then drove further south to Dumfries. We should have you schedule a trip for Sean and I, because this all sounds amazing. South to Dumfries, where the Scottish poet Robert Burns lived for part of his life. He's the author of Oh, My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose. Oh. Also on The Simpsons. Oh, so that's then, so she's showing us the images. So that's the Kelpies. Uh -huh. Then this is Robert Burns' home, I'd oh, assume. Mr. Burns. And I think that's his signature. See, Robert Burns. Oh, oh uh -huh. no, it's not Monty Burns then. No, <laughs> no, Robert Burns. So that's his house, was that little house. They were like, that looks like Scotland. And then where he scratched his signature into the glass of the window in his office. Oh. Super cool. Finally, we drove back up to Edinburgh. Edinburgh, is that how they say it? To see the castle. That's that beautiful castle picture. Although we had mostly, oh, rain for our visit. The day we were out and about in Edinburgh, the weather cleared up and the sun came out. Perfect beautiful. timing. Sometimes it works like that. Um, even for, well... The only thing, but when we were in Charleston, it rained the one day we wanted to go to Sullivan's Island. But other than that, we got beautiful weather. It was like perfect. So sometimes you just catch it like that. When we got back, my dog had to have an operation to remove sm two small lumps from her chest and belly. That's so scary. My friend Micheline has a four-year-old. Um, she's another therapist. She's on Instagram. I encourage you to follow her. She's out of Florida. But she has a four-year-old. I don't know what 
he de- what his breed necessarily is, but I think he's he's black and brown, and I think he's like a King Charles Spaniel. He looks like a Spaniel. Anyway, he's only four, and he they think he has cancer, and so they're giving him chemo. She's going to do like one kind of round, and if it helps, it helps. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's really sad. So hopefully these are okay. So the small, oh yeah, luckily they weren't cancerous. You had me worried there for a little, Christina. So I was very relieved. It was quite difficult to hold her though, because she's so small. I don't know if you remember, but I have a small dwarf poodle. I do. And I remember the little pictures. Do you remember? With one area on her chest and one area on the same side on her stomach stitched up, it was difficult to pick her up or handle her at all because there's just not much space left. Yeah, because she's so tiny and that's where you'd normally, Mm. you know, grab and pick her pick her up she healed up very well and the vet did an excellent job with the stitches because we can hardly see the scar that's amazing because roxy here is constantly hurting her paws and scratching herself up and she i'm hoping it'll heal up but she has that scar from when her first owners were assholes and let her have ringworm and didn't treat it she has a scar from one of the little rings and next to it because she's like a maniac and wants to kill squirrels and so she comes leaping into the air and she scratched her leg And now there's like a little, it has no fur on it right now. And I'm like, please grow back in. Otherwise, she's just going to look like a leper of a dog. (laughs) I'm like, stop being so rough with yourself. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you remember, but my mom has cancer. And they had found some spreading to her liver in April. I don't remember the liver thing, but I'm so sorry. They did a biopsy and confirmed that it was cancerous. After her scan in August, they told her she had to start chemo. We were told she had to do a total of 12 treatments and we were scared and nervous about it. She tolerated the treatment fairly well for the eight of them or for eight treatments. And then her voice really started to get affected. It pretty much sounded like a bad cold. That stuff is rough. The chemo and radiation. Yeah. It's difficult to hear Mm -hmm. because I've never gone through anything like that in my life. And and hearing that someone else is going through it, you know, that's... We've had family members go through it, like uh-huh. your your Aunt Judy uh-huh. and even my Aunt Roxanne is going yeah. through it now. And we just had a lot of people. I mean, I feel like cancer is incredibly common, unfortunately, and there's so many different types of it. We need it the sucks. scientists to step up. And, it's and, gotten way better. Yeah. But there's even, uh, we have a member of our community who, she's in the, I'm not going to, I don't wanna give too much information away, but she's in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And she said that, she would rather drastically alter her lifestyle than do chemo and radiation mm-hmm. because of the fact that that kills so much of the good bacteria as well as the virus. Like Judy, your aunt Judy said it like took her to the brink of death. And if she had to do yeah. it again, she might not. You Just know? to clarify, it's not, not a virus. It's uh, cells that are- Oh yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to say virus. Yeah. I think it's because of the COVID-19 oh, gotcha, got me gotcha. talking virus. But the spread mm-hmm. of this- it's just so hard because there's so many unknowns and mm-hmm. variables. I mean, the human body or mm-hmm. biology is very complex. Mm-hmm. And so they don't really know everything about it. Yeah. And sometimes um, we wipe out the bad, the good with the bad. But they are making amazing strides. Mm-hmm. And every day it seems like you're hearing about, oh, we've got a new vehicle to yeah. to, to get rid of cancer or new treatments. Or And I'm not it? saying not to do chemo or radiation. I'm just saying that a member of our community, and, I've, and then I went down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. reading about that. There's a lot of people who don't think it's good for you well yeah i think it like scrambles your brains and does all you know what i mean and that's i'm using obviously not medical terms hashtag not a doctor yeah there's definitely uh people pursue all sorts of Mm -hmm. uh avenues for wellness yes yeah i know somebody who um they had uh 
gone down to like a, a very minimal diet mm-hmm. um, to to starve the body of anything that that could feed the, the, the yeah. cancer. And yeah, and I know that a lot of people do that with uh, with estrogen. Mm-hmm. They try and avoid estrogen because I think that because it's in a lot of things like in, in meat, soy, and, uh-huh, soy, but. Um, and processed foods can have a lot of different things in yeah. them. So you got to be careful. But okay, anyway. let me know more about her mom. Okay. I'm curious what's mm-hmm. going on. This brings us to a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. The chemo had caused a fair amount of mucus buildup and she had been coughing it up for a week. That's interesting how it affects our bodies. I called the clinic on Friday to ask if there was something that she could take to help. We tried what they said over the weekend, but it really didn't work. So I called again on Tuesday and the nurse said that she would call us back, but she didn't. I know people are working hard. But I hate when people say, I'll call you back, and they don't, especially when it comes to something like this, because meanwhile, your mom is still coughing, right? So I had to contact the ward in the hospital since it was after hours. They prescribed my mom something, which I went to pick up from the pharmacy, and the pharmacy closest to us closed at 6. I got there at 540, and they said the entire country was out of the medicine that the doctor had prescribed. So I had to call the hospital again. We got a hold of something, and I brought it home to my mom. It still didn't really help. So the next day I called the clinic again, but the phone, and I put the phone on speaker so they could hear what my mom sounded like. I'm not sure, but maybe the nurse thought that I was just overreacting. But when she heard my mom, she sounded the alarm and said that we should be admitted to the, oh, that she should be admitted to the hospital. I don't know how it works in the States, but here to be admitted, we first have to go through the emergency department where you sit for a typical five, minimum five hours. Shit, Jesus Christ. In the States, if you don't have any health insurance or- which would place you in like the Medicare or I don't know, what would you call it? Uh, in, Emergency in, room. In California, it's Medicare or Medicaid. I don't know what it is in Texas, but it's essentially like the, I don't have health insurance, can't afford it. It's the federal or state funded free option. You sometimes have to wait if what you're trying to treat isn't like life-threatening. They triage you, they call it here, where it's like when you come in, they ask you what the issues are and they assess if it's a baby or an elderly person or someone like your mom's going through cancer treatment, then it's high, it's too high of a risk for them to sit in the waiting room. They could be exposed to other things. They usually get them in really quickly or at least put you in a room and you might have to wait to see the doctor for like a half an hour, hour. But that five-hour wait doesn't apply unless it's like a non-life-threatening do you know what I mean? Mm. In my experience, in like downtown LA, off of Skid Row, at like California Hospital, you can look it up. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Okay. So they have to sit for a typical five hours unless you need some type of procedure immediately, of course. And during that time, a nurse comes around to take your vitals and to draw blood. Then you're wheeled in a bed to a room to wait for a, tip, a typical minimum of two hours before a doctor comes to see you. Wow, that's so, that's like your whole day before you've even been seen, seven hours <clears throat> at least. After the doctor sees you, if they determine that you need to be admitted, you wait for a porter to wheel you to the designated ward. It's quite a procedure. The outcome was an overnight stay at the hospital, a physiotherapist visit to help with the breathing and proper coughing technique. Please teach us this proper coughing technique. Are we all coughing wrong? Probably. A CT scan and several sessions of breathing in salt water through the type of of a nebulizer machine. Oh, I've used those. When I had... Uh, sports-induced asthma as a kid. I think it, I don't know why I had it, but I always attributed to the fact that my dad smoked around me a lot as a kid, that that's why I had it. Um, I grew out of it, surprisingly, but I had to breathe into a nebulizer thing for a while. They put her on a course of antibiotics in case there was some bacteria caused by the excess mucus. She's doing better now, Good. But, but her voice is still extremely hoarse, mm-hmm. and she's concerned that it won't return to normal. We're hoping that it will. 
it's interesting. Um, I'd assume that it will return to normal, fingers crossed. I don't really know if there's any damage done to change your the you know her vocal cords and the way that the air runs across them. However, when I got my tonsils out at the ripe age of, I don't know, like 22, my voice was weird for a while. It was mm-hmm. different. And it, I never told anybody about it or talked to anybody about it. My mom probably noticed because she came to take care of me. My voice was like just a little bit lower, just different. And, it, and then it fixed itself kind of, went back to normal. But recently, my friend Patrick, Patrick Starr, he got his tonsils removed and his voice changed for a while. Mm-hmm. And I messaged him about it because I was like, oh, dude, that happened to me, blah, blah. Um, and anyway, and he also was asking like things to eat. So I gave him a list of things not, that I would get. He's all better. His voice is back to normal. But it was just interesting. And I don't know. I'd assume it's because those are like in the way. His were like mine where they were like huge and always having strep throat and getting infected and causing, you know, it's a bad thing. So I had to cut it out. When I got my tonsils out, the doctor said they're the largest ones he'd ever seen. What do tonsils do? Are they adenoids? No, adenoids are separate. I had my adenoids removed as well. Is it part of your lymph node system? Yes, it's part why of would, the lymph node system. Why would why would we evolve to to put those things there? When, why wouldn't they be internal? I don't understand. Tonsils are part of the body's immune system. Because of their location at the throat and the palate, they can stop germs from entering the body through the mouth or nose. Oh, okay. And tonsils also contain a lot of white blood cells, which are responsible for killing germs. Oh, so your 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 head has a, a secret fighting power. Yeah, so it's like crime it's, fighters. In it's your important throat. to have them if you can keep them. But the issue is that when they continue to get infected and infected, you can get what are called tonsil stones. I don't, um, anyway, and they, they smell terrible. It's like an infection. Like the infection has overcome your tonsils. Wow, they what a bad system. They can't fight anymore. So they need to be removed because they're essentially like they've done their job. It's almost like cleaning out an air filter, right? Hmm. It's filtered and it's like, I'm full. Wow. So let me see if I can tell you what tonsil stones are. So tonsil stones, um, yeah, they're a lump of calcified material in the tonsils. And the cause is unknown, but oral bacteria may contribute to their formation. Never heard of this before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it causes like really sore throat. That I started to get those, and that's why they had to take mine out. So any who's. Okay. We ready? That, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so hopefully her voice will return to normal. I am hopeful for that as well. Moving on, says trapped stories to lighten this email up. Thank you, Christina. Well, listen, we're 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 all wishing your mom the best. Yeah, and keep us posted. Yeah, and um, I'm glad you were persistent with that cough, you know, yeah. remedy. What, what is it that you always say? You have to be your own best advocate. Yeah, and you have to be the squeaky wheel that gets the grease because unfortunately no one will do it for you and they'll always want to downplay or pretend it's not that big of a deal. And we all know it is a big deal. Well, the, you know, the, the doctors, the, the staff, the hospital, everyone, they all have their jobs and they're all working with a bunch of patients. So unless you speak up, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's good that you're doing that. Okay. I realize this email is fairly long. So I'll write out a couple of stories where I got trapped. Okay. <laughs> I jot down things that you guys talk about on the podcast. If it brings some stories to mind and I think about one uh, I think at one point you must have been talking about being trapped in an elevator or someone wrote in a story like that. I know we talked about it in the office, how Dwight uh, pees, in, you know, pees in the corner immediately. Right. But I feel like maybe we did. Mm, yeah, probably. Honestly, Christina, I forget. When I was in college, I worked at the library for my work study program. 
Someone wrote in a letter about being trapped in an elevator. It's coming back to me. Oh, yeah. And I think I was terrified to get out of an elevator for fear of being chopped in half. Yep. The library had six floors. So she worked there as a work study program. I was the librarian's assistant, safety and security and public services, several roles. So part of my job was to do rounds and to do head counts. I think this was both for safety in case of evacuation or something, but also to track the peak hours in the library. I had to do this for the entire library. I usually tried to take the stairs, but one day I was quite tired and decided to take the elevator from the stacks up to the main floor. The doors opened. I walked in and selected the floor. The elevators shut and the elevator started ascending. While it was moving, the elevator started to shake. Nothing more terrifying. At first, a little bit, then quite a bit, then to the point where I thought I was going to drop or something. I was quite scared. They say if an elevator drops, you're supposed to lay down so that the force of the hit doesn't break any bones. It's oh, just distributed on your body. It's so disturbing. I'm just giving you a heads up. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I was quite scared and felt very trapped. In the moment, it felt like it lasted for a while, but in reality, it was probably just a couple of minutes. Oh my. That's a long ass time. I'm I just sorry. had a flashback. Uh-huh. Um, I got into an elevator one time in uh, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And you know how they always have a, like a, a sticker? Like when was the yeah. last time this elevator was checked? Yeah. And it was like from the 80s. What? Yeah. Isn't so, it like every five years or something that has to be checked? I think so. Or every year maybe? Yeah. I don't even and know. And I was like, how did the city inspector, maybe there's just so many elevators they have to check and they that forgot about that wrong. one. wrong. Yeah. It was, the sticker said from the 1980s and that was in the 90s. So it'd been like. What? Yeah. When it reached the floor I wanted, I was anxiously waiting for the doors to open, but they didn't immediately. Like I wanted them to. After a couple of minutes, they did open. This is a long ass time couple of minutes of it shaking, a couple of minutes of it not opening. No, I'm like, get me out, get me mm-hmm. out. I'm pressing that button, calling for assistance. Hello? Even 30 seconds is a long time when you're like in a panic mode. Do you think there's a hotline where like there's an, uh, an operator that handles all the elevators or does that that button you press just go to someone in the building? I think it goes to someone in the building, like the security or the front oh. desk or something. Because I would like that job if, there, if it was going to like a an operator somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hello, welcome to the uh, elevator hotline. Uh, please hold. No, 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 no. I'm already holding. No, 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 no. Yes, how can I help you? Uh, I'm, I'm trapped in an elevator. Help, Did help. you try opening, pressing the open doors button? Right, know? of course I did. You were the second call. Roxy has something to say. Okay. Um, okay, last of a reality. It was a couple minutes. Uh, after a couple of minutes, they did open and I almost ran right into my boss's office to report the incident. I don't think I took the elevator alone after this. And now I'm always weary of elevators. Of course, that's traumatizing. You're like, am I going to die? Am I going to fall? What's happening? This wasn't really a trapped story, but the next one is. Again, in the library, that goddamn library. The bathrooms in the library had the main door. So the main door you walk in and then a single stall with a door that sometimes locked but sometimes didn't. Not trusting that. I arrived early to my shift one day and had to use the bathroom. So when I so I went into the one on the main floor and I locked that main door. Makes sense. Because you're like, I can't trust this, this stall door. Went to the bathroom, washed my hands, and then headed out. Except the lock would not budge. Uh-oh. Ring the alarm. I was, Do you think that there's an operator somewhere that, uh, you know, handles What's all the trapped bathrooms operators there's hello no, i'm trapped in the bathroom there's no phone in a bathroom <laughs> unless you're in a fancy hotel I can't hold it any longer <laughs> you're in the bathroom just go to the bathroom <laughs> okay i was stuck 
I kept trying to turn the lock, but it wouldn't move. I tried jiggling the handle and then pushing or pulling on the door while trying the lock, but still wouldn't budge. Note that this main door was one of those heavy metal door types, not just a regular wooden door. I paused to consider what to do. Being the responsible person that I am, I first emailed my boss to let her know I'd be late to work. I wrote something like, hello, insert boss's name. I'm sorry, but I'll be a bit late to work because I'm stuck in the library bathroom. (laughs) A likely story. Mm. Oh, you're not the first person who sent me an email from the bathroom saying they're stuck, you know. (laughs) Then I tried to figure out what to do. While I was thinking, I eventually heard my boss calling my name. Christina, Christina, are you in there? Yes. Yes, I'm in here. I called back. (laughs) Did you try the lock? She said. At this point, I was sort of panicking and thinking, of course I did. I'm not stupid. I'm stuck. Of course. I didn't say this out loud, though. Instead, I said, yes, but it won't turn. I'll call the janitor, she said. Meanwhile, I was still trying the handle and turning the lock. It was also the point where my carpal tunnel at the time I didn't know was carpal tunnel was at its worst, and it was making it quite difficult for me to continue trying to turn the lock. I'm right-handed, and this was the hand that was affected, but it was also the strongest hand. So I knew that I had to really put effort into turning the lock and ignore the pain. I held my breath, and I turned the lock hard. Finally, it released, and the door opened to reveal my boss standing right there on the phone. I was so relieved to be out of there, but also in quite a bit of pain from having to use my hand to unlock the door. I never used that bathroom again. I wouldn't have either. Can't trust it. Tricky, tricky. Hope all is well with you three. Hope to email again. We hope you do. And thank you for sending those beautiful pictures and going on that beautiful vacation to Scotland. We're going to have to plan our our European vacation. Mm, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. We'll have to pick some fun place, maybe one or two places to go in a certain area. Yeah, I wonder if we can bring Roxy to Europe. I don't know. We have to. It's a big process. I think by the is time it? we get her approved and they clear her with all of her shots and blah blah. Oh yeah. Then we'll be coming home. Didn't Johnny Depp do that? Didn't he get in trouble back before he had his um, court case with mm-hmm. uh, Amber Heard? Didn't they smuggle dogs into New Zealand or something, and then they got in trouble for that? It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, rich people and famous people tend to think that they're above the law. Right. But, Only Steven Seagal is above the law. Yeah, but we can figure out what to do with Roxy, whether my mom comes in to watch her or, you know, we have somebody come and take care of her. Right, right, We'll right. figure it out. Cool. All right, well, we have to get going. We have another meeting. Yeah. Meetings on meetings on It was meetings. fun hanging out with you today, it Katie. It was fun hanging out with you. I've missed this. Yeah. It's nice, even though it's only been a week. We missed you. Hope you had a wonderful week. Send in your letters. I know we only got through one today. I know we have some, we have a backup from Tom. So Tom, please hold. We are, we're, we're backed up. Um, and then we have... We have a few others in the hopper, but send in your letters, Christmas stories and all. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Oh yeah, it's recipes, right? That's what you're looking for? Recipes. Funky Funky recipes. Favorite family traditions. I think we might've done that last year, but Help us get out of a rut. Tell us what goodies you eat at your house. Let's get into this. Preferably send in a photo, a recipe, instructions, especially if it's from like your your great gam gam, you know? Great Great gam gams have good recipes. They have the best recipes. Yeah. They do. They know what's up. Or pop pop, you know, maybe your pop pop made stuff. Pop pops are good too. My pop pop can whip the best whipped cream out there. Remember he do it all by hand for the pumpkin pie. He was like, it's just better to do it this way. My uh, grandfather, Pippi, he he taught me uh, about... a boat. <laughs> wow, that was wow, weird. Went real. about oysters. Oh, because it was oy, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he, we, sh- I, I got this picture em. from like 1981, mm-hmm. 
uh, and maybe it was like 1980 being in their basement. I loved their basement during the holidays. It was like magic, but he had oysters over by the bar and uh, he was, you know, shucking them. Mm. And I was like, what is that? And to this day, I think that's what drives my, and I remember him slurping. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to kind and of And he was like, you want to try one? And he's like, they're expensive, you know, so if you don't want it. Don't have it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, and I'll I tried it and I was like, this is pretty darn good. It was just slightly briny. Yeah. But more like the ocean and like uh, the ocean. a booger. Like a boogery you know? ocean. Yeah. Mm. I like it. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Send in your letters. See you next time. Bye. Bye.